A word before we jump in, this podcast is uncensored and full of spoilers. Consider yourself warned. Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. I am Takes. Nick, and I'm too hot to handle the <laughs> new Netflix disaster that we're going to be watching next week. We hope you'll join us in the hate watch, love watch. We'll find out. I'm Julie. Emma's with us. Hi, Emma. Julie is footloose, fancy free, and incessantly on Quibi, and she's giving <laughs> us the rundown on all of that new platform's greatest content offerings. And Emma, as per usual, is here to be the streaming light in all of our lives. Julie, what are we talking about this week? Oh, we talked about RuPaul's Drag Race. Duh. Great, fucking great episode. Duh. What else? Um, we talked about Too Hot to Handle, the show that we're going to watch, which I have uh, deemed th th <laughs> because Everybody that just seems easier. Th 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 let's watch yeah. th th you told us about Archer, and even though you are over <laughs> two in really good content, we might give it a try anyway. I'm not saying it's the best, but it ain't the worst. Who am I? Detox coming at you with the slow verse. Uh, we also, I told you guys about my new love of psychology in Seattle, where a very calming um, psychologist breaks down the relationships and love is blind, 90 Day Fiance, the Tiger King. Very relaxing in these trying times. And, and when I'm not feeling like relaxing, oh, sorry. I like to watch people no, get murdered on SVU. So go ahead. <laughs> um, yes, you're very into psychologists breaking things down, and I'm very into breaking down with my psychologist. So we've all oh! got our. I tell you more about it, but I'm still limited to two mental health episodes (laughs) per week, which um, do I feel is unfair? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Well, join us for another, we hope, rousing episode of our quarantine dream. We hope you're staying safe and staying healthy and staying happy with the help of takes all over the place. How was your week, Nick? What's going on? Hi, Nick Kayama. How are you? Hi. Did we all press record? I did. Nick, Nick, did you press record? Yeah. (laughs) As soon as Julie turned on her podcast voice, I was like, it is time. Let's do it. We're I mean, I don't know. This. We don't do an actual like, welcome to blah, blah at the beginning. And I don't, I don't know what we're talking no. about. That's and, true. You know, I hate, I don't, I don't want to be the one who's bringing up the core and all that. <laughs> the what? Oh, uh, the core? As in living, the living in the core. Oh, it reminded me of that like guar. That super aggressive <laughs> <band>. <laughs> murder. <Yeah. laughs> Where they all dress like they're from the dinosaurs, but way less whimsical and way more murder. Way more murder. As yeah, featured in Empire Records. Guar? Yeah. <laughs> when I think of you growing up, I think of Empire Records. I think of Can't Hardly Wait. <laughs> and I think of you taking random photos for me, quote unquote, but not for blackmail. All about that last one, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember feeling super informed or influenced by taking blackmail photos of you. I think it only happened once, but it was um, a formative moment in my mm-hmm. mind. My... What um, content I'm... have you been digesting? I've literally just been watching Archer constantly. I know. <laughs> it's like there are so many seasons, though. Did you know how many there were? 
How many are there, Nick? Well, currently <laughs> I'm on season nine and I think I still have another one to go. We're past the point where it's just like the traditional storyline and now it's devolved into like all of these different flights of fancy. Sell me um, on the show. Tell me about the plot besides it's a cartoon. It's animated. I mean, for both of you, I do know that it's an uphill battle convincing you to watch anything. With only with your terrible track medium. record. No, well, yeah. I like things that are animated. <laughs> um, I know Emma does not, though. She's not a huge fan of the uh, animated content. Family Guy? Yeah. Simpsons? Seen... Bob's Burgers? I've just never Bojack. gotten into it or grabbed on. And when it's in the room next to me, I tend to think, <laughs> oh, God, their voices are so grating when they're like, it's actors that I would like. But for some reason, when they're being cartoons, they're just so much louder. <laughs> yeah, which is very fair. I mean, there is a certain effective voice. And you do not have to tell me about the annoying nature of many sounds. Um, for I have diagnosed myself with misophonia. That's what <laughs> means. For the week, that... ladies and gentlemen, number one, misophonia. All right, so I tell, mean... tell me on the show, though, what, what's grabbing you about it? What do you, what do you like so much? Or are you just so in? I know you're in now. At season nine, you're just like in love with people and, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think the things that we have a tendency to enjoy during quarantine are just like sort of the lowest common denominator of what our brains can actually handle. And so it needs to be equal parts engaging, but not too engaging where you can sort of just shut off. It's sort of like a reality TV component where it's just like, I don't actually have to think during this, which is comforting because when I think I start thinking of like, oh my God, mortality is really wild, isn't it? <laughs> And then when I'm watching a cartoon, it's like, okay, well, like none of this is real anyway. And it's sort of just like a very comforting dissociation factor of just like a warm blanket of delusion slowly swaddling me into sleep. Great. So, so there's what's a cute Archer insight about? into mine. Okay. So like Archer. <laughs> um, my therapist isn't doing teletherapy. So this podcast has sort of become my <laughs> weekly. <laughs> dump if you will um archer is about this spy agency called isis um <laughs> no it it starts off real rough but it doesn't super get better um so the spy agency called isis uh this was before the terrorist group gained a lot of steam and notoriety um Back I'm when they were assuming. underground and only the cool kids knew about them? Yeah, back when it was just like, okay, here's like an Egyptian god that isn't part of like the mainstream mythology. There is a cartoon from the 70s with Isis, and I was her for Halloween one year. She said, what I cartoon? am Isis. <laughs> so I'm down with that. Um, so that's rocketed to number two and my most recognizable Isis moments. Um, the terrorist group isn't even in the top five. It's um, number one is ISIS, the transgendered model from America's uh, Next Top Model. Yes. Who did very amazing. thin, caramel Super color, thin. <laughs> yeah. very tired, possibly from lack of food. V sleepy, yeah, from the food and maybe the hormones, who knows. But she was in the background in this sort of like homeless LGBT <laughs> teens challenge. Um Yes, and yes, that, yes. Yeah, and then the next season she was brought on because they're like, oh my God, she's fierce. And then I think she was sent home one week because she was in water and she was worried about the tape holding down her uh, boy genitals because she hadn't had gender 
confirmation surgery yet. Um, and Nigel Barker was just like, okay, but like smize. And she couldn't. And so she <laughs> was more fierce. She's like, well, I'm having a lot of, you know, inability reconciling my current gender with my like biological living gender in the water. And Nigel Barker's like, ooh, wow, we gave you like two minutes for a story <laughs> and you're already at 90 seconds. You got to wrap up this sob bitch now. Side note, Nigel Barker, super hot and has a twin brother. Does what? he really? Yes. <laughs> There's two Is of a them. twin gay? Sometimes that happens. Sometimes and it I happens. I think he might be like... married to a twin. I'm not sure. So anyway, but, Archie's like a really great show. You should watch it. It could happen. I mean, once again, you are like over two or three, but I, I don't I give up on like people. Oh. Well, what have I been watching this week? Thanks for asking, Nick. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I texted tell me. you both when I fell into the dark, dark hole that is Psychology in Seattle, which is a YouTube <laughs> show and a podcast starring yes. Dr. Kirk Honda, and he kind of narrates play-by-plays lots of pop culture, but this was Love is Blind, episodes one through four, and then each one individually after that. And he has the most calming voice in the world. He's been a therapist for over 20 years. He's a couples counselor, and he's married, and I love him. And he's biracial, and he's fantastic. Uh, but he really did, like, as each couple, like, had their discussion or their argument, he really talked about it. And, like, if, if this person had more self-affirming, they would be able to leave this relationship. And you can hear, by the way, that Mark is asking her this question that he doesn't really have a sense of self. Whereas Damien, the way he's asking it, he really does. I'm like, all these people are fucked up. But he, was, he had some not-so-nice things to say about Mark, and he totally was on uh, Messica's side until the end. And then he's like, okay... She's broken up with him like nine <laughs> times now. And he's like, I think she just wants to be there for the show or she's hoping that Barnett will eventually, you know, just come back to her. But I mean, it was, I was literally like in a couch coma listening to him talk about Love is Blind and then the Tiger King and then a little bit of 90 Day Fiance, which I don't even watch. So <laughs> I found that super comforting. So I highly, highly recommend that. Then I fell back into Quibi. Now, this is great. So there's a show called Thanks a Million, okay? So 10 super famous, uber rich celebrities get to give money to, like, people they think are worthy. So I would go to you, Nick, and I would say, okay, so Jennifer Lopez picks this girl with cystic fibrosis or cerebral palsy who came to her concert. She's so inspired by her that she gets to give her $100,000. But there's a catch. You have to give $50,000 of it away to someone you also think has brought you joy, right? Cute. Cute. So, of course, they're overwhelmed. Yay. They're going to yeah. take the 50000 and give it to this guy who's helped them. And But it's a catch. You have to give $25,000 away. So you get to keep twenty five, give 25000 away. And so then the last person gets their $25,000 and everything's great. So it's like Kristen Bell, Kevin Hart, Carly Kloss, all these people. It's great. You're crying within seconds. Every show is less than eight minutes. So my <laughs> question to you two is, if you had $100,000, really only fifty, to give to anyone to say thank you, who would it be besides me? Obviously, everyone in the room is on off the table. Yeah. I first of all, I love how they turn charity into a multi-level marketing scheme <laughs> where it's just like <laughs> your leads get like diminishing returns on this initial investment, which is great. It's for a good cause. Who like one person can it be someone I'm related to? Like can I sure. take my parents? I mean, yeah. I would give it to my parents. Would you? 100%. Yeah. Hoping that then they would break it in half and give it back to you or <laughs> we just like <laughs> Keep snowballing it back and forth. Um, 
I mean, whatever they choose to do with it, I certainly wouldn't hold it against them if they <laughs> gave it back to me, uh, nor would I if they did it. But no, uh, I would 100% give it to my parents. I left out a very important detail that you get a black, like, vinyl satchel of cash. So they get to open it, and you're like, that's $100,000. And they start crying, like, but you only get half of it. So I think that they should say, I'm giving you $50,000. And $50,000 yeah. to give away to someone else. Because you can just see them die a little bit when they're like, I had nothing, and now I have $50,000 less. So. Yeah. It's Which is wild. If you want to cry, it is definitely worth eight minutes of your time. I do need to because I have been rewatching the super tear jerky parts of the gay movies I've watched in my past just to feel something. <laughs> so, like what? Um, like uh, I don't know what it's called in I don't know what it's called in English, um, but in <laughs> I hope that we could hear that slight little. That was Julie's eyes ejecting from her face when I said that. Um, it's uh, Freer Fall is the name in German. I think it means in free fall or free fall. And uh, it has some super dark moments. It's an excellent film, but it gets to be sad. Um, and then there's some moments in the movie Marco, which is also excellent, where things don't go so well for the protagonist and it's just like a, a punch in the gut but sometimes you're just like oh my god make me feel alive like fuck me up man hit me with that narrative and then just like bludgeon me with it and you haven't seen steel magnolias but you've seen these three winners honestly if there's not a prominent gay character at this point i just lose interest so quickly I'm just like, this is unrelatable. I can't. I relate more to season nine of this bullshit cartoon than I do of straight people. I just can't. I don't know. It just doesn't, it doesn't connect to me. I'm well, like, I can really yeah. suspend so much disbelief. And it's like straight people. I don't, I don't think they're real. You know? <laughs> I question it. I question the veracity of that statement. And I'm looking at two of them right now. And still I'm just like, I don't know. My mind plays a lot of tricks on me. So, well, <laughs> a gay figments. icon by the name of Titus Burris hosts yes. a program on Quiz on Quibi called Dishmantled. <laughs> All right, <laughs> hold on to your seats for this one. Once again, less than ten minutes. So you have yeah. two contestants, say Nick and Emma. We put you in basically a hazmat suit with goggles that you can't see out of. Then we take a meal that's been cooked and blow it up. It smacks you in the face and in the mouth and in the arms and wherever else. <laughs> You get to taste whatever's landed on you. Then you have 30 minutes to recreate whatever you think that meal is. And then you win $5,000. It is the dumbest show I've ever seen. Once again, it's, it was free. So I watched it several times. Um, but having something just shot into your mouth and then having to recreate the dish seems like a lot. Dan Levy oh was God. one of the guest stars, though. And they're like, would you do this? He's like, I'm wearing beige knit. Of course not. Oh, it's the first episode is Anthony ugh, and Dan Levy. Yeah, which is great. <laughs> Did you hear that they are adopting Anthony's uh, wife uh, into uh, a series on uh, Netflix? Yes, and I someone know. wrote, "I'm sure it'll be written by straight people, and it's going to be terrible." Yeah, that's the th you know, straight people can't be trusted. Um, I cannot connect with Anthony. I am. I, I do not really love Karamo, and I love JVN. I love Tam France, and I love Bobby. Yeah, but but. Anthony feels like Jan for me from uh, Drag Race, kind of terminally delightful and a tryhard, yeah. a Tracy Flick, a soulless being who's going to show yeah. you guys how to make <laughs> soup today. Or first of all, he always looks eggs. like 
Yeah, Guacamole. I don't. <laughs> toast. Uh, I think he did make toast more than once. <laughs> he did work in the uh, kitchen. Whatever. I worked in the kitchen because someone was literally trying to kill me. <laughs> someone <laughs> at one of the locations of the restaurant I worked in. Uh, I walked around the corner and my boss was like, so just to be clear, you're threatening to kill Nick. And I was like, you guys are busy. I'll come back. <laughs> did that person get removed? They got removed and so did I. I went into like witness protection <laughs> and I started my kitchen training at a different location because they were all afraid that he was going to come back and murder me. Um, How long ago was this? This was like three days ago. <laughs> No, this was um, probably 2016, I'd say. So I'm not in any danger is pretty much what I'm asking. (laughs) Being associated with you. My other binging choice at the moment is Law & Order SVU, only because it's on Hulu. So I've seen like 400 people get raped this week, and it's a lot. (laughs) Um, You know what else is fascinating? The fact that you processed very quickly that someone tried to murder me. Briefly wondered if you were in danger and then quickly pivoted back to something else you were watching. It's like I've been learning from you in the time that we've been spending <laughs> making podcasts together. There's only so much energy one can give. You should spend it all on yourself. Others just get in the way. I'm just trying to close the circle. You know what I mean? Like here are my three binges of the week besides what we're going to talk about. Didn't later, we watch the circle? We did watch, well, some of us watched all of it, and some of us watched a couple <laughs> episodes in the finale. And now the Circle Brazil is on, and the Circle somewhere else. Ooh, and a new show, Nick. Hold on. You can't write this stuff. On wait, wait. Is this the, oh, wait. Too I Hot to Handle? Like, but I'm super, yes. 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 I, just, I was like, we're fucking watching that, aren't we? Don't you we think? I think we have to. Yes. Yeah, we <laughs> on the shores of paradise, gorgeous singles meet and mingle, but there's a twist. To win a $100,000 grand prize, they'll have to give up sex. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can't wait. It looks terrible. Can't wait for us to watch it. Talk about it. Then for Dr. Kirk in Seattle to talk about it. or Yeah, Seattle to talk about it. I can't. I, mean, I can't wait. I got, nothing, yeah, yeah. I got things to do. I mean, so they can only not have sex. I thought it was that they can't have any physical intimacy. Like, they can't touch at all. It's just that like they can't have sex. Well, I don't know that the two-sentence blurb that um, Netflix just provided me with is, is the whole story. Heard. Because I, have to find uh, that out. I've, I mean, I've cobbled together some 140 character tweets, so I am running with just as much knowledge as you have, um, but an unearned sense of superiority because I read a little bit more about it, and I feel like you have to withdraw from most contact because if it's just sex, like there's a lot you can do with clothes on. That's still satisfying. The show takes ten hot singles who are notorious <laughs> commitment phobes when it comes to relationships, and it puts them on an island villa together for what they think is going to be a four-week sexcation. But when they get there, they're told there's prize money involved, and it depends on all of them remaining absent for the four-week retreat. What? What more could you ask for? What more could you ask for? Yeah. It's going to be so bad. I cannot wait. Did you happen a chance to watch uh, Little RuPaul's Drag Race this week? Um, we sure fucking did. Yeah. yeah. What? Um, and holy fucking shit! Mm. I don't know if there's just so little in my life, but that had me shooketh to my core. Why, Nick? Why? So, I mean, spoiler alert, but obviously everyone oh, knows that. Obviously. Um, Jan <laughs> goes home. Oh my gosh! Weren't that you ready? That felt like what? 
Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> What'd you say? No, I literally didn't hear you. Oh, I just assumed were I you ready? I was. I was ready. I mean, I don't know. I. I go back and forth. I don't know. I'm again. I'm just like such a fair weather fan that I was just like, all right, like she's just there. She's around. She's gonna make it to the top. It seemed like she was definitely gonna make it to the top four though, and then she didn't. It was a very like Miss Crackery situation, except earlier on. And she didn't win. In anything. my estimation, and <laughs> she didn't win anything. <laughs> yeah. didn't win. At least they let Miss Cracker win one before they're like, and bye. You're not a star. See you. Bye. Bye. I know. Bye. <laughs> I know the episode uh, opens with Jan whining from last week. I'm just really upset about Britta. And that was a total Real Housewives moment where someone's crying, but there are no yeah. tears. So I don't know what that's about. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's like, I'm so upset. And you're like, where are the tears? Why isn't your mascara? Where, why isn't your... Okay. Um, she things. was dehydrated from using all her fluids, dancing her heart out to Madonna. She looked like a boy. I wasn't into it. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> so you're very good riddance. So this doesn't shake up your final four. I don't think so. My fear is that Jackie Cox is going to make it, but my dream final four at the moment, we know Sherry. Pie your is fear there. is Jackie Cox. I don't, I'm not a Jackie Cox stand. I want, we know Sherry Pie is making it. So we can't do anything about that. Gigi, no. Heidi and Crystal. I'm going Crystal method as the dark horse candidate at this moment. Oh, and Jada I Essence think- Hall. I mean, I don't, I, Jada, was unbelievable second week in a row. No love. And yeah. she was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, no. And like Crystal Method is finally getting some traction. So first of all, Crystal Method is hilarious. And I adore her. She's quickly <laughs> rising in the stocks of like feel good favorite alongside Heidi in Closet or whatever <gasps> RuPaul chooses to deem her that week. And just so fucking cute. I love her just like, oh my God, guys, like we're in RuPaul's drag. It's like, it's Jan, but authentic. Because Jan's like, oh, my God, we're on RuPaul's Drag Race. That's crazy. That's amazing. I have, like, so many iterations of so many possibilities, and all the permutations show me winning, and I can't believe that I haven't won yet. And I'm sort well, of combusting. And smart enough to know she should go for the mullet, because that's what's going to make Ru happy. And her commercial was so funny, and then her outfit was out there. And I th- what did you guys think of the reading challenge at the beginning, the sort of fab fit fun commercial with the library is open sort of part of it? It was weird. Yeah, I just like I miss the old days when it was like sponsored by boobs for queens. Literally, <laughs> that was one of the sponsors yes. of like a main rusical episode, and it was just like super kitschy. And now it's getting hella mainstream, and I don't know how much drag should live in the mainstream. But also, I wouldn't know shit about drag if it wasn't for RuPaul's Drag Race. And there's this argument of like RuPaul's Drag Race is sort of diluting and changing what it means to do drag. But also, there's the exposure element because like I would have little to no exposure beyond my local cabaret um if not for rupaul's drag race amen um i was listening to someone else talk this weekend and they said there should be an iteration of drag race where they get to bring nothing so they just come as themselves yeah, and yeah. Then there could even be costumes to borrow and wigs but you could just see what everybody could put together on their own that the that it's just like the inequity of wealth in our country right yeah. now is shown on rupaul's drag race because heidi made nine thousand dollars last year people i mean god willing i'll make nine thousand this year but you know, she made $9,000 <laughs> working at the gas station. Um, no, it's true because people literally, you know, foreclose on their home or, I don't know, shoebox apartment that they're living in New York to get here. And they take out so many loans and it's such a financial burden. And I don't know. It's just like everyone's crafting a brand. Um, and as I learned from Bob Harper this week, absolutely nothing about branding. What the <laughs> hell was that? That was such that was bullshit. Ridiculous. 
You know that one of my favorite things to do is to eat lots of food while people are having to starve. So I have a love for Bob Harper because he used to be on The Biggest Loser and he would not let yeah. that people eat and make them run while I had a pizza. So I, you know, enjoy him <laughs> at that level. And he would yell at all the big people about how they were going to die. And then he's the one that had a heart attack. So <laughs> he, did, he had a heart attack in his own gym. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I don't know. He's never been the same. And his tattoos are very dark. I did think he was... He tried with Jan. He was like, you're already 100. Like, bring it down a little bit. And she couldn't. Mm -hmm. That was like his only directorial success that we saw. (laughs) I did think it would be nice if Gigi could have said good night, bitch, in a different way. Like, give us a couple different versions of good night, bitch. Yeah. What sort of like, she was like, okay, so I was praised for doing this super weird but ultimately successful robot bit. I'm just going to keep doing that throughout the entirety of the competition. And it's like, good night, bitch. That's not how it's going to work. I honestly thought she was worse than Jan. Yes, and Sherry's was awful. Sherry's was quite terrible. Yeah. But Widow's it was isn't the worst. No, it was empirically the absolute worst. I just like, why did they have... There were so many parts of Bob giving directorial advice that I just <laughs> could not stomach. Like, the split take of I Dream of Jeannie where Jackie Cox was like this, and he was like, oh, oh my God, okay, like, I get it now. That's quite hilarious. It's like, what are his qualifications to be there? And I know <laughs> this is RuPaul's Drag Race, so you really don't need that many. And even for the low, low bar of this show, as far as, like, real judging, that was just so beneath it. I know, but your choices are Bob Harper, who knows nothing, but at least he's, you know, famous and made a bunch of books and blah, 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 or Shaka Khan, who's high out of her fucking mind and has no <laughs> idea where she is or what's happening or what's going on. Well, I miss the old days when it was, like, RuPaul... And then it was Michelle, and then it was RuPaul and Michelle, and then it was like Carson and Ross. It's like were were none of them available to do this? <laughs> that at least know the show and what's expected. Like Bob apparently has not even watched TV. He's been too busy <laughs> pumping amphetamines to fat people who immediately regain all their weight after they quit the show. Disclaimer: I said nothing about amphetamines of any kind. Uh, I don't know what he's talking about, but um. allegedly. But there was there was that lawsuit. That's why it's been off the air for quite some time. It is returning because there was that lawsuit of them um, giving stimulants and amphetamines and what? literally starving dangerously the contestants to promote unrealistic weight loss because no human body should lose weight that quickly. And it just ruins your metabolism, and not one person from the show has ever kept the weight off, ever. Exactly. Um, So Bob Harper is there pretty much just to showcase his new hair um, and all of his rings. And then did you see the still of his boots? His, like, literal camel toe (laughs) boots? No. They're horrific. So anyway, I don't know. I think he's attractive. Yeah. It's just science. Give me a science (laughs) table so I can bang it out. Okay. Hilarious. Huh? Fucking hilarious. I can't believe how funny that was. She was real so funny. Heidi was so funny. Well, that was one of the few banter moments that worked when she was just like, I need a table for science. And then Bob was like, is this a good science table? And she's like, okay, I'm like very busy right now. Like trying to be like super funny. So, okay. (laughs) And then he did make her change her voice and gave her that deep voice to do. And that was great. Which was super smart. You're right. Okay. Bob Barker had some wins. We got it, Julie. (laughs) I don't know why I'm rooting for him. (laughs) Also, your screen is fully shared, um, in case you were curious. I can't see it. I know, so but it's shared, and you just. But if I can't see it, what is? But if like you can see it, well, because you're sharing it with us, so just like put up the video. Put up or shut up, Nick Cotter. 
Okay, I wish I could be as pretty as you, okay? okay? And I just like really need a mullet. I kind of have one right now. Are we ready? Are we ready to take it to the runway? Take it to the runway, runway. Take it to the runway, runway. Come on, girl. Put your face in the walk. Head to toe. Let your whole body talk. Well, I like that one better. Okay, and you guys swear you can see it? Yeah. 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 All right, what do we think of Jackie Cox and her Middle Eastern auntie outfit? So she makes a lot more sense now that I realize her sole style inspiration is I Dream of Jeannie. Um, so much of her LeMay mistakes, you know, have context now. She's good. I don't know. I feel like the bar's so low. They were like, you're emoting. You really told a story. And it's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, there is a show What's... on Bravo called Family Karma right now that is amazing. And they talk about all their aunties. And that's what she reminds me of, like an auntie. She just seems like an older yeah. lady. Mm-hmm. She well, never she seems is an older lady. Well, I want young and fresh. This isn't fresh RuPaul's best grandma race. <laughs> Apparently not, R. Kelly. It's hot and fresh out the kitchen. Oh my God! Here comes Jan and I. Everything from Hobby Lobby that was on sale. Oh jeez. I, I don't know. Whenever I see just like black roses, I think of all of those super emo scene kid MySpace photo shoots that everyone would do. And okay, it just makes me super itchy. I, Super itchy. Okay, so what's happening here? She puts the ring in her mouth. Uh-huh. Yeah. She swallows it. The dress says doesn't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. And then she so, shows you that she ate it, but I never saw the ring. I mean, it's a narrative. Speaking of rings, Jada Essence Hall is wearing the hell out of that <laughs> ring. Um, I don't even know how her body can support it. She's so skinny. Uh, isn't she the one when she ended was just like, and I'm showing off my clavicles. It's like, <laughs> God damn, a queen who can take a specific bone that is super evident jutting out of their shoulders. is just like icon. She icon. looks amazing. She looks, this is like pageant drag. That looks great. Love. Gigi I mean, good. Gigi looks fucking great. Gigi good. Looks really fucking great. Um, it's stunning. It's super Grace Kelly and Rear Window. Frank does not like just it. Just all black. Um, it's no, it's it's super 1940s Hollywood starlet, and it's it's great. She's like, I'm cinched in at the waist. I was like, bitch, there wasn't anything to cinch. <laughs> That's just like she said, her skin over her skeletal structure. Sherry Pie coming Jesus. out like the demon that she is. Shaka Khan's loving it. Um, she's just happy to be there. And does she know where she is? Is she happy to be where? She reminds <laughs> me of Paula she's just Abdul happy. and all yes. of her appearances, where it's just like she's funny and entertaining, but like, um, how many quaaludes is she on? And you can sort of see when she's coming back down and she does the uppers or the downers. It's interesting. Anyway, fuck Sherry Pie. The world's tiniest fail. <laughs> um, yeah, Heidi. They, I'm surprised they didn't clock her on that lace front because that lace front is hanging out and is super, 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 super visible. But she looks great and she looks regal. I don't. I honestly have no idea how she's affording any of this. Um, but she this looks stunning from somebody. Yeah, no, she looks great. And I'm super fucking happy that she won. Widow also looks amazing. I don't understand why she always has bedazzled jizz on her face. <laughs> like when she was the unsinkable Molly Brown and she had those like semen icicles and now she just has like... I believe she was playing the part of Rose. I don't think she... Th I thought she was the unsinkable Molly <laughs> Well, she definitely looked like the unsinkable Molly Brown. Um, and I do like her sort of Janelle Monet, Joan of Arc... 
chain mail head thing. And then Crystal Method looking like the dusty bitch she is, just <laughs> coughing up a pound of dry shampoo like me every morning when I wake up. And she's giving me very Jinx Monsoon, obviously Dia de los Muertos, but looking cute, looking quirky. It's fun. She's like taking the judge's advice where it's like, these are some things that you should do. And she's been like, okay, I'm going to do me, but I'm going to give enough of you to show that like, I defer to your judgment, but I'm still going to ultimately be hella unique in myself. I think she's just a sweet person without like a humongous ego, you know? Yeah. 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 She's just like, okay, I hear you. I'll work on it. She's just happy to be there, but in a way that's, much more enjoyable than Jan's happy to be there. Cause she's just like, I'm happy oh to be God. here so I can win. And then during the, um, what's your at the end lip sync for your life. When Jan's like, I am just going to show everybody how much oh I really want to be here. It's like God. Jan, everyone knows. And also just like, it was the lip syncs have not been great this season. Oh. And like, you like the winners have pretty much done the bare minimum just to skate by, except Britta when she did legitimately win that lip sync versus Heidi. I'm very pleased that Heidi made it through, but she did not deserve to based on merit alone. It was yeah, it was. It's just Jan was doing fucking everything. It was just like I'm gonna. I didn't. You can see like she's derivative to the end where it's just like she did that one sort of shimmy maneuver that was very peppermint when she was lip syncing against Alexis Michelle. And it's just like, I'm going to cobble together all these things in a way that's super inorganic and doesn't fit the song either. It's just like, I can do a split. It's like, bitch, every fucking drag queen can do a split, make your moment. And this was also a perfect song for widow. Yeah. Not just because she adores Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan, let me rock you, let me rock Shaka Khan. Let me rock it all. I want to do Shaka Khan. Let me tell you what I want to do. Can you feel for me the way I feel for you? Shaka Khan, let me tell you. Anyway, um, did you guys watch Untucked? We did, yes. Yeah. So you saw Shaka Khan give the life of Shaka Khan to <laughs> Widow Van Yes. Um, and I saw Shaka Khan's life force slowly slipping away as she yes. imbued that to Widow. Um, Wait, what's a Merkin? What's a Merkin? What's a Merkin? <laughs> and... She's just like this has been this has been education. This, this has been is really the best thing I learned all year. It's like you guys are having so much fun and like Vagina you go you go around the world and everyone knows my song because that's I, a really I, good I, song. I. I'm every woman and you guys are women too. It's and all there are me. demons that will try to inhabit your soul. And it was like okay, well there's there's a twist, but sure. She was like, I know this might sound crazy, and all the queens are just like barely concealing their horror and are like, no, girl. <laughs> Tell me more about the demons that are infecting me. Well, if you listen like, to What's the Tea with Michelle Visage and RuPaul when Shaka Khan was on, she talks about a lot of her demons. And they're like, have you ever been to therapy? She's like, no, I don't trust those people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It feels very Whoopi Goldberg when it's just like, whoopi you know, Goldberg. why haven't you ever married? Whoopi, 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 whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg's uh, been married many times. When I think well, of her, it makes me want to open up my boobs because I know she's not wearing a bra right now. <laughs> she's never wearing a bra. Oh my God, people, if you are not watching reaction. the train wreck that is the view from home, I don't know what else I can tell you. It is magic. 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 They like, you know how we tend to pause and go, okay, well, Nick's going to talk now. I mean, it is just a, a miraculous shit show. And every day, <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but Megan McCain's only wearing turtlenecks so that she gets smaller and smaller with giant glasses, but you can see the reflection of her ring light in her glasses. It's amazing. Joy is it's still sort of losing her mind in the basement looking at the camera that's not there. Oh, it's fantastic. It's like, it's like, uh, 
Nick looking at the red light on the microphone. It's fantastic. Thank God we pivoted to Skype because now I actually have something to look at. <laughs> yes. Is that better? That I know is recording. I don't know. It feels better for me. It's sort of like when, Julie, I went to your mom's to have my reading and there was a mirror right behind her. And I couldn't see it unless I pivoted, but obviously I spent a hundred percent of the time pivoting over just to be like, I wonder if I still look the same as I did 30 seconds ago. And I'm like, yep, still cute. (laughs) Uh, Well, let's talk about who won. Heidi won her first challenge. Um, Well-deserved just because she's the cutest thing ever. Although I did think Crystal, they were like essentially equal levels of greatness. Could have been a double win. But when she like let go of her persona and just let herself be herself during the commercial and the drag queen tears going into the <laughs> Heidi hydrate. And then literally when her wig was off, she's like, what? I told you it causes hair loss. I literally. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So good. Yeah. So it was, God it was super her. cute. What I love that she put it like, unlike widow who in the previous week didn't do as great. And then immediately got in her head, mostly because Rue was just like, you feeling shitty about yourself? Cause I'd probably be feeling <laughs> shitty about myself. <laughs> Remember when you won and it didn't count? You haven't done very well at all since. Good you luck. should like you should try to do better, I would think. And so Widow just spirals and it's just like, okay. Meanwhile, Crystal uh, is much more able to roll with the punches. I don't remember who Crystal was during Snatch Game. She was Poppy. Oh, right. She didn't do but, charge. Yeah, and the prep for it, she starts crying. And then we was like, can I do anything for you? And she was like tell me that I'm the winner of this week's challenge. (laughs) And it was just like, okay, that's cute. Um, Heidi rebounded from last week where she was just like, fuck my drag. Like no one likes what I'm putting down. Gigi keeps insulting me. So like, why am I even here to like, I'm the winner and Gigi, you're what? (laughs) Safe. No, she was on the bottom. I guess it was only tops and bottoms this week. No verses. (laughs) (laughs) So who's your front runner now? Do you think it's still Gigi Good? Yes. I mean, now that Sherry is a poop. I don't know. Let's see how <laughs> yeah. the trajectory usually goes. She's 26. Um, the trajectory okay. usually goes like she's getting the winning edit, winning edit, winning edit, then the evil edit, evil edit, and then she's out. You yeah. know what I mean? Bianca wasn't winning a ton of things. Bob won everything. He was like an anomaly. Well, uh, but then he was still in the bottom. I mean, Bianca was never in the bottom. Bob never. was. Never. No, but like Violet was winning a lot and everyone hated her. So she had the she had the villainella early on because she was just like, I'm tired of like being in challenges with other people. I feel like we've been trying to get somebody unique. Like when Aquaria won, she was young, super fashion forward. Like Gigi Good is Aquaria from four years ago. Crystal Method might be the reincarnation of Sharon Needles, but with a sweetheart and a really kindness about her. She's sort of like Sharon Needles and Jinx Hybrid. All right, I feel like we're wrapping up. So I would like to uh, finish up with a couple of would you rather questions because I've been finding (laughs) I'm running out of things to talk to people about. Like, what have you been doing today? Uh, Nothing. How about you? Same. So (laughs) I pull out my would you rather app and we just sort of dig into them. So. It's bringing me joy. Would you like to partake? Yes. Absolutely. Play at home if you'd like. Would you rather always get stuck in traffic or always have bad internet? 
stuck in Always traffic. Be stuck in traffic. Right? Everybody yeah. goes yeah. like that. Like, bad internet can't handle it. This no, bad internet, okay. like, internet's a human right. And we're learning that, like, <laughs> I turned into full Elizabeth Hasselbleck from The View. There's your View reference. Yeah. Internet's a right. We need internet. Like, if you don't have internet, it's not even fair. Like, we we need this to survive. She does not I also turned that. into, like, kind of like Shoshana slash Gretchen Wieners. That's, that's the sort of, like, what I was embodying, because you didn't <laughs> gaze at home, if you weren't aware. This one's kind of open to interpretation, but I don't agree that it is. So, would you rather have no thumbs or only have thumbs? Now, for me, only have, only have thumbs means you just have two thumbs. Other people have thought that instead of fingers, you could just have all thumbs. That's what I pictured. <laughs> I was thinking all th- like fingers of all thumbs, yeah. Why? It didn't say you, no it just thumbs. said have no thumbs. Read it again. Uh, or only yeah. have thumbs. Uh, but you can interpret it anyway. Well, actually, you can't. You have to interpret it the way I want you to. Well, no thumbs? Evolutionarily, like. Or only a thumb. Yeah, I mean, evolutionarily. Opposable thumbs are like kind of like a big deal. So, but aesthetically, do, do you just want to be thumbs up guy or finger hands? I would like to be able to like wipe. I think thumbs up guy. I will. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't know. Like, because like, I guess I'm I, assuming I, my palming abilities my get better. <laughs> like, if I don't. Yeah. Do I develop like a prehensile tail? <laughs> You, like a monkey to it's compensate? Not, it's not in the questions. It's not there. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I'd still say two thumbs, I guess. Going so fingers just, all day. Okay. Yeah. You know, okay, like, around dude, the way. Look, okay, if you're not at, at home grasping things with your fingers or thumbs. I, I've got no, I've got, because I was like, how are you supposed to hold a white claw? And then I was like, oh, with both. Oh, yeah, oh. it's not a problem. People without arms can hold a white claw. All right. <laughs> it's really focused since the thumb one was so confusing. <laughs> Would you rather sleep on the floor wearing pajamas but have no pillow or sleep on the floor entirely naked but have one pillow? What's the floor? Is it your- like a Berber? Is it going <laughs> to scratch me up? Do you have a blanket? Your- no blanket. Your choices oh. are pajamas and no pillow and no blanket. Or naked pillow, no blanket. What's the temperature of the room? <laughs> it's whatever your bedroom is tonight. Oh. Well, it's a little warm right I now. I think I need pajamas. I'm in an attic. And no pillow? Yeah. I'd have, I mean, I want them both, obviously, plus a blanket. <laughs> Actually, I just want a bed. I want to be in a bed. bed. <laughs> okay, so here's what I, I'm going to say pajamas, no pillow, because then I can take my pajamas off and bundle them up to use as a pillow. So you're going to be naked with a pillow. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Emma. Yes. (laughs) He could just take off the tops of the pajamas and leave the bottoms on. Yeah. The Cutter brother and sister are rocking back and forth in opposite time, like two metronomes going opposite. (laughs) Good one, Emma. Uh, Ah, you're so fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a good one to end on, but I've got two more. Would no, we you need rather <laughs> have your thoughts broadcasted so that everyone will always know what you're thinking while you're thinking it, or never be allowed to wear clothes but keep your thoughts to yourself? I feel like I already pretty much immediately broadcast all of my thoughts. Yeah, I don't keep a lot close to the best. So I'm going to say number one. I'm certainly not going to be letting these wet bags stand out for everyone to see. Cold. Cold all the time. Yeah. yeah. Emma? No, I'm going to let my thoughts out there. That's a fear that I would rather overcome than keep them to myself and be naked and uncomfortable. 
<laughs> like naked and allowed. All right. Well, especially if everyone else chose the uh, former option, so they're closed, and you can hear everything that they're thinking about your naked body. Yeah, they're like, "Oh my God, why is he naked? It doesn't look very good down there. I thought he'd be head better. I don't know that." It's like uh, more yeah. manscaping. All right, here's our last one for this week. Would you rather control your dreams or watch them the next day? Watch them the next. Watch day. them the next day. Yeah. I don't know. I have really bad dreams. I think I would control them. Mm. I still have to work in a restaurant where I don't know the menu, typically without any clothes on, in my dreams all the time. So I would like um, to be able to, in the dream, go put my clothes on, say, I don't work here, and leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, in my, uh, <laughs> yes. When I, uh, when I was younger, I had lucid dreaming. So, like... Mm. I've been in a situation where I could control my dreams, and it's like how very nice for you. Humble brag, thirty-seven right. from Nick Connor. <laughs> I was really skinny, and I control my own dreams. Um, but it's like it's um, fine. I'd still like to see him back. Yeah, I just don't remember anything. I want to remember more things, conscious or not. <laughs> Well, thank you all for playing along with our Would You Rather so question fun. here at the end. We Is can, that the last one? There's no more? I mean, there could be more. Uh, be permanently mute or amputate one of your arms? Amputate one of my arms. <laughs> I'm going down like that ki- tiger kin broad. I like, it's like physical therapy for two years. Uh, not my gay ass. Not me, honey. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. No. No, 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 no. Rip off the arm. <laughs> Be mute? Like me? Oh. Oh. Agreed. I mean, once again, you guys only have one thumb on that finger with long <laughs> nail, so just get rid of one of those. Do I get to pick which arm it is? Sure. Yes. <laughs> which arm do you pick, Nick? My left. <gasps> Did I'm you like, answer, um, Emma? I think I would be mute. I think I would go post-verbal, and I could figure that out. <laughs> Did you say you post-verbal? What? Oh, my God. Did you say post-verbal? Mm-hmm. There, was a, there was a really uncomfortable Younger episode where um, <laughs> Liza well, you're breaking says... Up. What? Takes All Over the Place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter. Julie Sunderland. And Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from... Phil Cotter. And... Frank! (laughs) The awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank! (laughs) We love you, Frank.